Blog Talk Radio. This is Bobby Keys of WebRadio.com. And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. Tonight's show, The Power of Being a Winner, is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time, online radio. Now, let's get ready for your host, Donald L. Dalbridge, coming up next. All right, we are back. Um, we are online now with the, with the, spot, uh, the producers. Uh, good evening. Uh, I've been, you know, steadily moving along as we push the show on. Uh, it is now 7.15 p.m. And uh, matter of fact, I'm looking at it for fall issue. We are in the fall, y'all. We're in the autumn. Autumn, fall. So some of you all who are in the northern portion of this country, if you will, along the East Coast, uh, you all are starting to feel the coolness. And when the coolness, I'm saying waking up in the morning and it's like uh, 59, 60 degrees in the morning. And believe me, when I travel north about this time of the year and I wake up and I step outside with my T-shirt on, and I can feel that nice breeze, and I'm like, oh, man, it's so nice. And then you figure uh, anywhere between 75, 80 at the most uh, during the day with sun. So all of you that are in the northern tier of the East Coast, um, where the temperature has changed because we are in the fall months now, uh, going into winter, Winter, uh, hey, I commend you. I take my hat off to you because it is still burning up here in Tampa, Florida, here in Florida. And I thank God, I thank God that we're not burning up like California right now. I'm not making a joke out of it, but Frankie Beverly and Mays, you know what they say, look at California. And I just thank God that we are not going through that currently and pray we never have to go through that. And my heart, my prayers, my mind goes out to all of those people out there in California who have lost their homes, um, their transportation, their cars, um, all their earthly possessions. My prayers are with them. 
Moving on, I've been asked a few times since doing this show that, um, you know, why don't you talk about the issues that are going on today? I talked a little bit about what's going on today um, solely because it was put in my heart, not because someone asked me, but it was in my heart. There's a lot of things going on in this country right now. And, yeah, you know, we can sugarcoat it for so long. And what's going on, I just read where, you know, every, we have come a long way as a people. And then to get to this point and to have it all dialed back, scratching my head, health care, Obamacare, you know, trying to stop that, clean air, stopping that, and a few other things that are going on, stopping that, tax reform. You know, the whole the whole shebang is puzzling to me and is puzzling to millions of other Americans as well who are being affected and who will be affected by uh, these untimely decisions. I will say that the last eight years um, of President Barack Obama's tenure, I, I, I can't say and I won't say that I agreed with every law that he passed, um, every agenda that was put on his desk that he agreed to, everything. I, I can't agree with everything that was vetoed. However, I can say this. President Barack Obama uh, pushed the, this country forward in such a manner that it should have been pushed forward. And I will say this. Before I move on, God bless uh, Mr. Barack Obama, and God bless his beautiful wife, Michelle Obama, and God bless those two beautiful daughters of hers, of, of theirs. And I just let everybody know that, hey, you know, if you're not in compliance with the current agenda, pray on it. I pray on it, and I will also add this, that, you know, during the election, when it was stated that um, Mr. Trump had won and, and was going to be the 45th president of these United States, I just looked to the hills and I said, well, Lord, um, my first encounter with a president of these United States was personally with John F. Kennedy. And I was in the first grade when I was blessed enough to travel to the White House and meet Mr. Kennedy. That was the first president that I've met. When I became somewhat of an adult, the president at the time was President uh, Jimmy Carter. I think I was 19, 20, somewhere in that area when he was the president. And then came Ronald Reagan. And then the list continued on and on and on. And I'm saying this because of the fact that here I am, a month away from 61, and not the president of the United States. I'll say it. Not the president of the United States. As many presidents that I've seen and as many presidents that God will allow me to see, not the president of the United States, but God has sufficed me. 
He has allowed me to live the life that I've been able to live. So it ain't about uh, who's occupying the White House. It's about who's occupying the world. Champion. Now, because we got a late start, um, we will not do commercials, but I want to say champion. I wrote this poem, believe it or not, this is a chant that I chant that I wrote. I wrote this back in 1999. And I wrote this for a group of young men that I was working with. And then as I moved from those young men, I walked into, I had the pleasure of working with um, adult women. Uh, so I, I used this poem again. And believe it or not, from 1999 to here we are today, 2017, October it is, this is still a hot commodity, champion. Before I go any further, forgive me for my mind rambling like it is, all right? But before I go any further, please, ladies and gentlemen, 347-539-5867. I say again, 347-539-5867. Six, seven, you can call in. As a matter of fact, you call in, you get a copy of Champion, and I'm going to throw the power of being a winner in as well. You can also join us at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the second half. All right? Champion. It's amazing. I'm, I'm touched now because here it is. Mr. Eric. What's up, little brother? He just joined. Mr. Eric Spear, I met him when he was a student, I believe, at Blake High School here in Tampa, Florida. I believe he's in Atlanta, Georgia. I believe he's in Georgia. However, this brother, you talk about a champion? This brother has been, pardon my language, has been to hell and back. This brother wound up. As a, as a track and field superstar, training others to become track and field uh, runners is on top of his game because Eric is a champion. Now, if you know what a champion is, that champion is the one who overcomes those obstacles regardless of whatever that obstacle may be. That champion, like Muhammad Ali, the late, great Muhammad Ali, who I was turned into when I was 15 years old, I learned all, I mean, the way he danced around that ring, I took notice of it because I wanted to be a champion. And I even went into boxing. But let me get back to Muhammad Ali. Just think about it. Here he is, a 12-year-old boy. Somebody steals his bike. He meets Angelo Dundee. He goes to the Olympics, and he wins by knockout. Dude is only maybe, what, uh, 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 150 or something like that. I can't remember how much he weighed. And then he moves on to fight the bear. Nobody gave him a chance. 
nobody gives you a chance. Everybody's rooting against him. Sonny Liston's going to knock him out in three rounds. Sonny Liston's going to knock him out in the first round. I don't think Cash is going to last. He's a big mouth, blubber mouth that talks and says nothing. How many of you talk but say nothing? How many of you talk but do nothing? But how many of you keep it on a quiet but accomplish many? Because you are what? A champion inside. Those who talk a lot, sometimes they don't accomplish. But it just so happened that cash is clay. He talked and he accomplished. Now, can you imagine? Even he said, I'm moving along with George Foreman. That eighth round, nobody, nobody gave him a chance. But somebody believed in Muhammad Ali. If nobody, if we didn't believe in him, he believed in himself. The Lord of the story champions. If nobody believes in you, believe in yourself. Because you are that champion. You got to see champion. You got to feel champion. You got to eat champion. You got to sleep champion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going there. When you go to the bathroom, go in there and do your business as a champion. Because you know the story is, champions don't quit. So, Brother Eric, shout out to you, my man, for not quitting. Shout out to you for being that winner that you are. And continue to move forward every day. Story is powerful. And thank you for sharing, you know, about your mom and whatnot. God bless her soul. And blessings to you, brother. And you keep molding those that are coming up behind you. And watch your rewards come in tenfold, champion. I got some quotes that I that I looked up um that I want to share some of them and just talk about them as we go. You know, champion, as it states here, believe. Believe that your feelings and your work are taking part in the greatest. So you got to believe in everything that you do. How many of you run across or even did it yourself? But you get your attitude on. I don't want to do it. But then after you do it, you realize that, hey, it wasn't that bad. I don't want to do it. But after you do it, you realize that accomplishment. I don't want to do it, but you realize your reward. I don't want to do it. A lot of times not wanting to do it turns out to be a waste of you, a waste of your time, a waste of your ability a waste of your plan because I don't want to do it. The more strongly you cultivate this belief, 
the more will reality and the world go forth from it. You are the creator. Every time you open your mouth or we open our mouth, we are creating something. We are creating either positivity or we're creating negativity. Every single moment that we open up our mouth. That's why they say be careful what you say. Because what you say can hurt you or it can elevate you. As I stated, on this show, The Power of Being a Winner, there will be no negativity. And I know everybody wants excitement, everybody wants joy, and unfortunately, you know, the world we live in, majority of it is negative. So people get hyped off of negative news, negative information, negative influence, influences. So if I'm born to people, everything I say is happiness is glow, is beam, is elevation, is pinnacle, is dynamite, is marvelous, is reaching heights, is mountain climbing, then guess what? Those people have no use to be in my corner. I read something on Facebook where somebody had mentioned that, you know, people get on Facebook, um, Instagram, and they talk all this positive stuff, but in reality, they are just as negative as they want to be. So are you are you just fluffing? Are you just blowing smoke? Do you have a fan? Every time you open up your mouth, there's a fan sending your smoke out to everybody? Because, you know, eventually, if you are, eventually, it will be uncovered. And the real you, the real you will be stoked. As a matter of fact, uh, in my book here, The Power of Being a Winner, one of the chapters, if you will, is uh, Mr. Dark and Mr. Light. And in there, I talk about myself back in the days when, you know, I wanted to take the shortcut. I always try to take the shortcut to get it done. But then when those shortcuts, that I was trying to uh, sneak around, if you will, when they ran out on me, I had to man up. So there's only one way. There's only one way to win. There's only one way to be a champion. Muhammad Ali stated there's only one way, hard work. You got to be on your grind. You got to push forward. Every day you get the opportunity to wake up. You got to bring your best to the table. You can't be complaining. We all complain. I complain too. But it's a minimum. Because complaining is basically going to stop you from direct the direction that you're supposed to go in. Napoleon Hill says it best. There's two envelopes. One negative, one positive. What envelope are you? Take a long stare in the mirror and figure out which envelope are you. They say me a person where they're at. 
Meet a person where they're at. And matter of fact, I don't know if my sister is online, but uh, my sister, uh, uh, I'll just say uh, DM, she told me one, one time, she said, Don, you just have to meet them where they're at, and then you leave them there. If they're not on the same page, see, as much as you try to bring someone a step higher in their life, they may not be ready for it. So why stress? When they, when people would try to bring me to um, uh, the sixth step on a stairwell, and I'm still hanging out on the fourth step, but they're trying to get me to the sixth step, step guess what? They, they, just, they just got to the point, leave me alone. He'll get it eventually. The light will come on. <laughs> Mike Tyson at the age of 45, I think it was, he came out and he stated, Mike Tyson, he said that all the boxing promoters, the majority of the people that was in his corner, because of his crazy antics, they said, leave Mike alone. He's going to kill himself. He's going to learn the hard way. So Mike said one day after listening to it, he could hear it being played back in his head like a tape recorder. He said, wow, I better wake up or I'm going to be in a box somewhere. My whole life flooded away. And it's a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing to wake up one day. I mean, to be a millionaire financially one day, and then the next, you're sleeping under a bridge. A millionaire one day, the next, you're sleeping in the basement. A millionaire one day, and you wake up, your family that left you, you're an alcoholic, drug addict, or whatever the case. We all know we got two ears for for one reason, to listen, to learn. We got two eyes for one reason. These eyes are the window to the world. These eyes, if you use them correctly, they will save you from the potholes. Just imagine the millions of people, if they were to use these correctly and if they were to listen correctly where they would be at today. What they would be doing today with their life. And if they had to leave, you know, pass away, die, the away and died on a different note. The note of accomplishment. Nobody wants to die a nobody. And I'm sure, going there, I'm sure many of you all who are tuned in, you've been to funerals. They say the older you get, the more funerals you go to. You start going to more funerals until it's your time to go to your own funeral. And I guarantee you, <laughs> when you... <laughs> When you get to your own funeral, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? And this is for me, too. We will not be late. <laughs> we, will, <laughs> we 
will feel the time. As a matter of fact, we're going to be laying there wondering where's everybody else at. Because we're going to be the first ones there. But going out in a blaze, if I could say Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., when he went out, even though he was assassinated, he went out in a blaze. Steve Jobs, he went out in a blaze. Abraham Lincoln, I was talking about him today at the store. Um, he went out as a blaze, in a blaze. I saw a picture of Melvin Franklin, who was with the Temptations. Uh, somebody put a, posted a picture up with him, three pictures of him, and there's a penny. I don't know what the penny represents, but there's Abe Lincoln out with a blade. blade. Melvin Franklin, blade. Eddie Kendrick, blade. Shirley Chisholm, Blaze. Miss Walker, Blaze. John F. Kennedy, Blaze. All these people went out with a Blaze, and the reason they're Blaze because we still talk about them. Frederick Douglass, who I portrayed, Blaze, we still talk about him. Okay, Ronald Reagan, Blaze, we still talk about him too. I don't care if the mark was positive or negative, but the mark is made. These are people who, you know, schools are named after them, streets are named after them, Babe Ruth, Candy named after them. You know, they went out on the Blaze because they proved themselves as champions. Abraham Lincoln, who self-taught him, he, he taught himself. Frederick Douglass taught himself. Think about all the Americans that taught themselves. They didn't know how to read or write. No schooling. Think about the people today. Forget about them. 2017, that, that, is, that is not, uh, that they are C students. C student, D students. But ladies and gentlemen, guess what they're going to wind up doing? See, they don't get publicity. They don't get publicity. But they change the world in such a manner because of the fact that they grow to be champions. It takes those type of people that are willing to go through the fire, that are willing to stand strong, that are willing to come back after defeat, after defeat, after defeat, after defeat. But they are willing, like this eagle, to spread their wings and fly high. To the pinnacle, are you that champion? They are the people who cry. They cry. They soak. They 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 literally, literally, literally. Where is it at? I can't even find it now. They literally soak out, washcloth, soaking wet. But they're determined. Or like that track star that who who ran the marathon. And they said, I quit. But then all of a sudden, in the midst of them saying, I quit, they backtrack and they run in. Champions. As a matter of fact, myself, marathon runner, I recall running a marathon in Baltimore. I'm like, I'm like three miles out. My legs are cramping. I'm in pain. Yeah, I'm crying. I got pictures of this. And the medics come over and they said, sir, uh, number two, four, five, six, you're done. 
and give me Gatorade, give me a banana. And I said, no, I'm not done. i got to go in. I'm limping in. Think about how many people have limped in to victory. Think about how many people have limped in to that championship belt. And when I say that championship belt, I'm not talking about sports, but I'm talking about in life. Winning in life. Because they have notified themselves that they are bona fide champions. What battle hell are you coming overcoming? What battle are you challenging? What health issue do you have that you are hanging in there despite the fact? What financial issue you might be going through, but you hanging in there despite the fact? What shortcomings are you trying to overcome despite the fact? Because it is true, ladies and gentlemen. It is true, and I am a witness. It's easy to get up in the morning and just roll over. It's easy to get up in the morning and open your eyes up and look and say, you know what, I'm going back to sleep. It's easy. The greatest sacrifice is when you sacrifice your own happiness for the sake of someone else. Sacrifice when you pour out your last to help somebody else. Sacrifice when you are down, when you're in pain, but you give up your pain. You sacrifice your pain to help somebody else that's in pain. Sacrifice when you're down to your last dollar. Are you willing to give it up to help somebody else out? An open hand is an invitation. A closed hand. It's a locked door. And it's only a locked door for you. So what type of champion are you, I ask? As I look around, never waste your words on those people in your life who only deserve your solace. Sometimes the greatest show of strength is to say nothing at all. The greatest show of strength. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> who the man, y'all? Who the man? I know you're going to look at the camera, but who the man? I got a scratch this in the back of my head. Uh-oh, what's that? What's that? What's that right there? But I'm not talking about that strength. <laughs> How strong are you? You know, people will confront you and people will try you. It's called T-E-S-T, the test. How many times have you been in school or been at work and somebody tried you and they knew, they knew, they knew that you were going to fall prey? They try you, you wound up fighting them, cussing them out, calling them, calling them names or what have you, and it's you who's fired. It's you who's suspended. And those who brought the static to you, they walk away. What you need, mind power. Got to have it, mind power. What you want, mind power. Hey, mind power. What you need, mind power. Ah! 
Hey, my boy, James Brown, you got to have that mind power so that you can move forward as that champion. And I got a feeling that talking about mind power, that there are people who have fallen prey, fallen weak, because they couldn't uphold the Constitution, if you will, of being that strong person. And if you can hold on for a second, I lost one of my cameras. Pardon me. That's a commercial. I said mind power. My strength, my power, my vision, my mind. That's what it's about. My strength, my vision, my mind. Mr. Wall, I don't know if you can hear me, but uh, I see you enjoying me. What's going on here? All right. Again, I want to shout out to everybody who has joined me um, here tonight. Uh, I swear, I swear, I don't know what's going on, but um, I could have sworn we had we had something going here. Um, but to any avail, all right, champion. 12 minutes. Let me read this to you. And like I said, if you're interested in getting a copy, by all means, all you got to do is dial the number. I forgot that group back in the day. Uh, dial my number. Okay, would you believe those little boys back then? Oh, the boys. That was the name of the group. Would you believe that they're grown men now? Give me a break. Alright? So anyway, champion. As a champion, I expect the best from myself. As a champion, I'm never tired of doing the right thing. Wait a minute. As a champion, I expect the best for from myself. Meaning that there's no if you know there's no excuse to fall short. If you don't know, okay. But if you know there's no excuse to fall short. So bring your best. Every, regardless of the situation, you bring your best. And if others can't comprehend, it's on them. And I can't tell you, ladies and gentlemen, how many times since I've been a motivational speaker, guru, Frederick Douglass, and all the other things, performer, dancer, singer, actor, and all everything I do, how people tend to shy away from me because they say I'm crazy, uh, my elevator don't go to the top. Well, I'll let you know. If you look behind me, there's a degree up there. There's a high school diploma up there as well. So I, I can't. I must not be that crazy. I might be loony, but I ain't that crazy. Now wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute now. Okay, Don, you're going up. You're going up. You're going a little too left. All right, let me bring it on in. All right. Okay, I am a little crazy, but anyway, that's a different story. As a matter of fact, next week's show, Don, a little crazy. Anyway. As a champion, I'm never tired of doing the right thing. Things happen in life. 
But you got to you got to stay on that right road. You got to stay on that right road because you know all it takes is just one left turn. And all of a sudden, boom, just because you got off that right road and you decided that, you know what, I don't think it's working on this right road, I'm going to go on the left road, then you, you, you walk into more issues, hassles. And then you find yourself saying, you know what, I should have stayed exactly where I was. I should have went on straight instead of making that turn. That detour is the detour to danger. I am a champion, helping myself to help others. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Being a champion to help not just yourself, but to help others. Dr. King's baby girl, um, forgive me, I forget her first name slipped my mind. But baby girl, if you look at the picture at the funeral, she's the baby with the white dress on. Leaning, laying on uh, Miss Coretta Scott King's um, uh, lap, and I'm trying to remember her name. But to any avail, she stated to me personally, she says, look, a champion is the one who is able to put themselves on a, ch- on a shelf to give and, and assist and lift somebody else. That's where your blessings come from, because you give. Oh, we're walking into Thanksgiving again. I can't believe it. We're walking into Thanksgiving, y'all. And how many of you all wait to Thanksgiving, November 22nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th? I think November 28th is the last day that Thanksgiving falls on, that you give Thanksgiving. What about the rest of the year? Are you a taker or are you a giver? Yes, a true champion I am. Words that downgrade will never, words that downgrade will never exit my lips. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be the first to tell you, I've gotten off of that street of put down. It's not my duty to put anybody down. It's not my duty when I leave your company to talk negative or negative about you. That's not my duty. My duty is when I'm before you to inspire you, when I leave you to pray for you, to inspire you through my thoughts. That's my duty. Some people say I'm weak. I'm far from being weak. Physically and mentally, I am strong because I lift instead of degrade. I lift instead of put down. I build. I'm constructing instead of deconstructing. Instead of imploding, I'm building. What are you doing, champion? C-H-A-M-P-I-O-N, champion. We are the champions. We are the champions. We are the champions of the world. Thank you very much. I'll sing that for you with uh, with your next show. I'll be there to sing it for you. Words that downgrade, like I said, will never exit my lips. I will allow my mind to be open for new learning. The old saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, you can if the dog is open to the trick. 
Baby boomer, 50 and older, what new trick are you learning as you live? Because the moral of the story is we don't stop learning until we are silent. Until the heart stops pumping. Until the brain stops flowing. Until the fingernails stop growing. Then we stop learning. Signs still delivered. I can always be better than I was yesterday. Tomorrow is Thursday. It's a brand new day. Wake up with a brand new attitude. Cheer somebody on. Despite what you're going through, cheer somebody on. Lift somebody. Make somebody laugh. And if they have to cry, make sure it's a tear of joy. And just be better for yourself. So if you get out the shower, you get out the tub tomorrow and you brush your teeth or however you do what you do, and you put on those nice, fresh clothes, be fresh and so clean, 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 clean in your spirit and in your heart and in your mind. And show somebody some beautiful white. Show somebody the beautiful gleam in your eye. That's what I'm talking about. Time is ticking. I'm having too much fun. I can always be better. I did that. I do believe I was created to be a champion, a champion who has faith in my life, in your beautiful, wonderful life. This day forward, I, you, you will be nothing but a champion, a champion, a champion, a champion, champion, champion. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, that's what you are, a champion. Lisa Brown, my cousin, you know I got love for you, girl. Yay, yay. Yeah, I know you be, you. my, my cousin, she be uh, throwing them new hairstyles. As a matter of fact, Beyonce need to call my cousin so she can do that hairstyle because every day I see her, she got new hairstyles. You work it, girl. I ain't mad at you. Chaplain Pamela Monroe, the awesome job that you do for our prisoners and molding, remolding them and reshaping them so that they can have a better life once they leave and return to the freedom world. I salute you. And as I wind down, I really want to salute everybody, everybody that is making a difference. Because you, the one that makes a difference, you are the champion. I want to salute all the um, police officers. Yeah, I want to salute them, especially the, the police officers that are wearing that badge in a constitutional way that upholds the law. I salute you. I salute all our veterans. And I salute all our soldiers that are currently overseas or even serving time here in America. I salute you. And I pray for you constantly, especially with the atmosphere that we are in now. For all you soldiers, all you, all you nurses, doctors, firefighters, I salute you all. And to all the people of this country, America, 
You are champion. Just carry yourself in such a manner that you're proud of who you are. I don't care who you are, but I will say, America, I love you, despite all your troubles and wars. That's a line out of uh, uh, the Temptations old song, 1990. So anyway, as I get ready to bring it to an end, it's been a quick hour as usual. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your esteemed host, Donald L. Dyrich, Jr. I love you. If you're interested in purchasing The Power of Being a Winner, the number one book on Barnes & Noble, by all means, Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. And if you wish to purchase any of the DVDs that you see here, just give me a holler, 813-394-5879-387-394-5879, all right? And uh, I love you all. God bless you all. And please, if you're looking for a great speaker, a great Frederick Douglass, just dial me. God bless you. Have a great week. Until next week, peace.